Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. <clears throat> Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports network, going live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show, like Zach just mentioned, on uh, our Twitter feed and our Instagram story. And we got to thank our sponsors before uh, we get going officially because they make it happen with Wilson County Hyundai. Uh, make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply head to wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans, better coverage, better rates, better service. Learn more about a health plan for you at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So, Zach, Malik Willis got things going with the start yesterday. Uh, it was interesting because I don't think really anybody expected who's been following and covering the Titans expected Malik Willis to get this start. Uh, because in practice through 10 training camp practices that the media has seen, Willis has consistently been the third team quarterback. And uh, Willis at times has only gotten one series of reps in periods where Tannehill and Woodside have gotten two series of reps. So I was kind of caught off guard by that uh, news. I thought it was an interesting and good decision. Uh, but Zach, uh, your initial reaction to what you saw from Malik Willis, and I'll let you go ahead and tell you what we have coming out later this morning on A to Z Sports Film Room too. Yeah, well, f- first, I love the decision to start Malik Willis. Let's find out what you drafted. You know, it's preseason, and you don't get four preseason games. I think here's the key. You know, back back in the day or a few years ago, right? Like you get four preseason games, and those rookies really got to play a ton on that fourth preseason game. Well, that's gone. That's eliminated. Ryan Tannehill didn't play, right? Didn't even travel, I don't think. So, like yeah. you have Malik Willis, start him. Let's see what you got. And that's what they did. So I loved that decision by the Tennessee Titans heading into last night's game because it got fans excited. It was on a Thursday night. It wasn't on a Friday night like a lot of the games are, are tonight and over the weekend. So you got you didn't get primetime games because it was, it was only on local television. But Malik Willis, you know, the spotlight was on him last night. I mean, you saw across Twitter and the socials, the NFL was posting about Malik Willis, which is great. It gives him some notoriety early on because he not probably won't get to play a lot during the regular season. This is his time to shine. So I loved that, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, I do want to promote what we've got going on. You know, A to Z Sports Film Room, as we announced, that is our film specialist, James Foster. We just announced it last week. What the goal of Film Room is, is to be able to get a film specialist and break down some of the things that, they, they did on the field. Well, we've got one on tap for Malik Willis. You need to go to our, our YouTube, subscribe. That's the first thing that you need to do. Malik Willis tape and takeaways on deck after this show. Mm-hmm. I will then and now comment in the comment section of where you can go watch that. Great stuff from James Foster. I've watched a little bit of it. Ooh. I really like uh, the way he breaks things down and just it's, it's an educational thing and we're just yeah. going to continue to put more and more out there, but look for that after the show and make sure you subscribe youtube.com slash a to Z sports film room. All right. So I'm ready for that. Looking forward to see what James has to say about Malik Willis. And here's what I have to say about Malik Willis before we really dive in Malik Willis 
last night has made the next month a lot more interesting, <laughs> right? Because uh, again, we all knew when the Titans drafted Malik Willis that this guy will make the preseason games a lot more entertaining because of the hope and the high expectations of what he can be down the future. But also just his style of play is way more exciting for a preseason game. And so him going out there, making some highlight plays, the touchdown run, very Steve McNair-esque, if you will, on how he uh, spun outside of the pocket, made a couple guys miss, used his play strength to get through tacklers and into the end zone, plus a deep bomb to new deep threat Racy McMath that was on the money. And how he settled into the games will make that very exciting. Everybody was like, okay, this game's going to be a snoozer once Logan Woodside entered. Uh, and in fact, it was. And so uh, with Malik Willis getting the start, it, it did do some interesting things because we got a lot of view. He played 30 snaps. He was So he was 6 of 11 for just over 100 yards. He ran for 38 yards on five carries and scored that touchdown. But Zach... He like, could have played more. Think, I'm sorry? He could have played more. He could have played more. That's true. So uh, first, the positives of Malik Willis that you saw... And then we'll get to the the comments from Vrabel and go, kind of go down into the uh, the analytics and the breakdowns and the analysis on where he needs to improve. But the, the good things that you saw first. I'll go to the comment section because they point out two things that I saw. Chris, stress starts out with Malik has the it factor. That's kind of what you saw last night. The it factor of making plays, unorthodox, unscripted plays when bullets are flying. And Look, there's a good and a bad to that, so we'll we'll talk about what the it factor represents. But in today's game, and I talked about, I mean, this is actually kind of great because if you watched yesterday's show, I literally, I, I kind of was in the same mindset of Mike Vrabel of what I was looking for. Now, what I got, you got the it factor on those plays that, you know, I knew he was athletic. I know he can run away from defensive linemen. He's just faster than him. You know, at 6'1", 6'2", I don't know how, how they're going to list him, at almost 220 pounds, the guy can move and get – and he didn't slide. He made people miss. Like, that is the it factor that Chris was talking about. And then Titan Tough brings up that sidearm throw. You know, to be able to release the ball at different points, if you, if you can go from being, you know, Peyton Manning up here to Rich Gannon down here – that that and in two different throws, that tells me something. So I really liked the way that he maneuvered around and got into space, made decisions. I like that. Are there a lot of things that I do think he needs to work on as a quarterback? Yes, I do. But the it factor, Chris, I think hit it on the head. We saw that last night in the first half. Well, and that's kind of what we talked about yesterday too, where uh, we said that maybe Malik Willis will never look great in practice because a lot of his positives and his skill sets aren't visible in practice. Like him making guys miss, you can't see that in practice because as soon as the quarterback tucks the ball, they blow the whistle. And so we talked about Josh Dobbs, right, as a guy who was underwhelming in practice but turned it on on Saturdays for the Vols over several years. Is, is Malik Willis going to be a guy that will always look kind of unorthodox in practice because he doesn't do your conventional quarterback things, but then like the sidearm throw. I've seen him do that in practice with nobody on him. And, and when it's unnecessary, it looks bad. When you're rolling to your left 
and you're throwing to an equipment manager 15 yards down the field and you go like wacky side on, you're like, what the hell was that for? Like, why not just throw it normal? But then he can call on that in a game when a defender is in his face and he has to make that sidearm throw uh, to make the play happen. So again, he's got tons of things to work on, but you love the ability that he's got of just a playmaker uh, and the arm strength who was showing that off last night with his ability to, to throw it, you know, 46, 50 plus yards down the field in the air to Racy McMath. I'll say this about Racy. I would prefer to see him catch the ball and stay on his feet. But, you know, new deep threat racing McMath, I think he got by everybody. He just ran by everybody on the, on the Ravens defense. And, you know, maybe the next time he's already caught the ball once in the game and a deep ball. Now he just catches it, keeps his feet, and see what he can do with it after the catch. Well, you but said I, I, that. I, I can hear Titans coaches over the years. Keep your feet. That, they yell that. They And young receivers do struggle with that. But keeping your feet can change the course of a game. Well, because young receivers, they don't have a lot of experience, which is racing McMath. Uh, when they look up in the air to follow the ball, their feet stop. And so that's the whole thing that you're trying to keep and teach that going through there. And then he's focused so much on the ball coming down and catching it that he just kind of slid down there. But anyway, so uh, yeah, the pass, Drew says, Matt Drew says that pass was beautiful. So a lot of really big positive things about Malik Willis. And Delo says, what about Traylon Burks? Well, uh, the thing about Traylon Burks is that when he was playing with Malik Willis, we didn't get to see a lot of Traylon Burks because Malik Willis wasn't throwing the football that much uh, or as much as Mike Vrabel wanted him to. Uh, so let's hear from Mike Vrabel uh, last night on him ask, asked questions about Malik Willis's play. That's why we have these preseason games. That's why I wanted to put out there. That's why I wanted to take the ball and, you know, to, to put him in those situations, that's the only way that you can grow. Um, you know, and, and again, he kept some plays alive with his legs, and, and we just have to be able to combine some of that with, with making great decisions when guys are, are open and, and being decisive and accurate with the football. You brought Logan in, mid, in the middle of the drive. Is that because you want to put him in kind of a, a scenario? That no, that's because I, I, wanted, I, I wanted Malik to throw the ball, and he, and he wasn't, so I put Logan in. So there's uh, Mike Vrabel there. Right after a 17-yard run by Malik Willis, he gets pulled. Logan Woodside goes in. Here's Malik Willis when he was uh, talk, uh, asked questions about his performance in the postgame show. Yeah, I missed some things probably, uh, and I just made up for it with my legs. I can't continue to like you know rely on that, though, but that's what the preseason is for. Uh, so you can just see those things against a live defense. And uh, one we hadn't played before, you know, with the joint practices next week, we'll have an opportunity to play these guys. But... Like you say, you just got to look at the film, take it for what it's worth, and continue to work. I mean, we're in the middle of camp. Coach said he wanted you to, he wanted you to throw the ball more. Yeah. I mean, what did he say to you on the sideline? He said, we look at the film and see. Yeah. So uh, what were the issues? We just not wanted to turn it over, just wanted to run with it, or what? Uh, as far as what part? Why you weren't throwing it when he, when he wanted you to throw it. I mean, all you do is go out there and play the game. You don't have a play like, I have to pass the ball this play. I have to run the ball this play. I mean, just play the game, bro. I mean, I probably ran it a little bit more than I threw it tonight. I got it. That's why we got to look at film, but I don't know. Let's see on film. <laughs> no, you have that ace in your pocket, the dynamic running ability. Like, is it tough to balance? Like, okay, I got to steal that back. I mean, yeah. And you just got to know when you need it and when you don't. Uh, got to have it. And uh, that's what like this whole process is about. That's what's the really cool thing about it, bro. 
I'm blessed in many ways, and I, I appreciate it. But uh, it's about learning, you know, when to use what and when, to, you know, just playing the game. There's just Malik being a cold, cold dude, right? Well, <laughs> just, no, that, that's Malik being a very, very young quarterback. Like yeah, when yeah, I yeah. heard, when I'm listening to that, let's and remember this moment, guys, because this is the first time after a game that you hear Malik Willis at the podium. Let's fast forward next year and yeah. let's see how he sounds. He ain't gonna sound anything like that because you know, he's he's answering the questions as he's asked, and he did everything that he should have done, but he's reacting to like. I'm just playing the game, bro. Like you're not out there. Like there's. No, kind of I that, don't. I don't no, think. No, 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 no. There was. There was kind of that tone as. I don't. You know, when the bullets are flying, I've got to make a play. And look at the film. He's. That's what he's doing. He's making plays because people are coming at him. And but we will see a very different Malik Willis 365 days from now in how he approaches post-game press conference and, and I, I guarantee and I, agree. I agree with bama brad i agree with tress i agree with uh that i i do not i don't and keelan i don't think that's what he had i don't think that's the tone that he meant at all when he was saying just play the game bro i think that's just i think that's just malik willis just being a chill person like he's out like he doesn't like maybe there's not as much like He's reactionary, right? Like he's reacting to the question the same way he reacts to the play. Exactly. But I don't think there's a negative connotation towards how he's answering the question. I just think that's just he's a chill guy that you know just out there being himself. But again, I, I, you took it as negative. Uh, he's he's explaining that I'm the one out there reacting, right? I have to react. That it, it's not a bad or you're taking it as a negative connotation I, when when you're out there like, on the field. He is the only one reacting and. So the the one thing that would be considered negative is what Mike Vrabel said is the reasoning why he was pulled. So you you guys took that in a whole different direction. The focus is the reason why he was pulled was Mike Vrabel's answer on he wouldn't throw the football. Right, right. All right. So here's here's what we do now. We want to ask you guys the question, and I'll bring up some examples of Willis not throwing the football. How do you grade Malik Willis's performance versus the Ravens last night? How do you grade Malik Willis's performance versus the Ravens last night? Letter grade A plus through F. You got all these different options uh, to grade Malik Willis's play, and I'll run through his stats again in a second. But let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care whenever you get hurt in life. And unfortunately there were a couple of Titans that went down with some injuries uh, last night, including Chris Jackson. We'll kind of try to find more about that later on. But when you get hurt in life, you got to know who to go to and who to trust bone and joint Institute, bone and joint TN.org, super easy website for you to use, to book your appointment, to select which doctor that needs to work on your specific injury, because they have specialties. Check them out. Bone and joint TN.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. You can look at the screen and download the app today. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. It's Friday, which means no run first inning Friday. Bet up to $25 on any Major League Baseball game to have no runs in the first inning, and you get your money back if only one run is scored. So BetMGM is hooking you up. It is no run first inning Friday. Major League Baseball is going on. You got preseason tonight. So download the app. That's BetMGM, promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. So the question, how do you grade Malik Willis's performance versus the Ravens? A ton of comments 
Uh, so Zach, I'll let you go in there and see what they're saying, what the chat says about uh, the letter grades for Malik last night. Overall, uh, his stats uh, for the game in the box score, 6 of 11 for 107. Uh, he was sacked twice. He ran the ball five times for 38 yards and had the highlight reel touchdown run uh, early in the game in the second, I guess in the second quarter is when he had that touchdown run. But what are the grades saying, Zach? So looking at these grades, just to, and there's a lot of them, which that ma- that makes me happy. First of all, just because we have built an audience and a community to talk about this, right? First, second is that the grades aren't just Titans fans saying A plus, A plus, yeah. A plus, A plus, because the perception I feel like on a lot of things is that like. Titans fans are just going to be homers and they're just going to play we're great A plus. That is not what our community does. So we're going to go down this list and I see a lot of the letter C's. And so that is telling to me, uh, Sir Esther starts the, the whole thing with B. Sean says C plus. So does Steven. So does Jeff. So three C pluses right there as well as Orlando. G-Man on base says B minus. And A coming in there for Masani. Lane says C plus. Q Curly says B plus, Marv with a C, Jordan with a B, Jonathan with a C plus, Titan Tough with a B plus. Our guy Tress, who we hadn't seen in a while, he's giving him a B minus. So Tress goes B minus. You choose goes A minus. So you choose decided to choose A minus. J Rome says C plus. Uh, Deshaun Washington says B. <laughs> CJ says B plus. Aaron says B plus. Michael Billingsley says Billington, excuse me, says C plus. Mark Jones says B plus. AJ C plus. B minus from Derek. Memphis B. Brandon B. Billy Jones C plus. Hard B from Steven. Pac-Man King says B. Carlos says B. That's just a few as I continue to scroll down. Uh, Ricochet Ray goes with C. So the range on the chat is anywhere from you know C to B, somewhere you know plus minus nothing. Austin, how do you grade Malik Willis in his first performance as a Tennessee Titan in a preseason game? Yeah, so, uh, you know, he only played 30 snaps. Logan Woodside had 32 snaps, according to the official breakdown. So, I, you know, if, if, if Malik Willis played all 62 snaps, I think he would have continued to get more comfortable and continue to get better. Because I think in his 30 snaps, you saw him get more comfortable, better, and made plays with his arms and his legs. I'm... I'm going to go with a, a B minus. Like, I think, yes, he missed on things and he's admitted himself that he missed on a few things uh, and needs to work on that. But I like his composure and how he went about facing pressure. And like we asked the question yesterday, what's one thing you want to see from Malik Willis in last night's game? Mine was how he responds to a negative play, right? Like their first couple of drives, well, first they went three and out. He missed on on two passes. The third down pass was inaccurate behind the receiver. On the second drive, there was a fumble, right? And then they got going. And then you started to see him respond better. The screen pass that was executed at Haskins looked good. Then you saw him using his legs, converting first downs. Uh, Chestnut broke off the big run. And then he scores a touchdown. So you, I like how he was improving within the game. And I say a B minus, and I'll show exa- a couple screenshots, Zach, of key moments, right? Because both of these screenshots were third down situations. Both of them ended in the Titans punting the ball away or or kicking a field goal. 
kicking. You you always want to end a drive in a kick, but sometimes when you punt or kick a field goal, you leave more to be desired. So here's the first one. The first screenshot is a third and five. I think we all remember this play early in that game. A very clean pocket uh, for a third and five situation. Now, Jordan Wilkins, number 20, got blown the hell up, and he is in the process of getting blown up in this screenshot. But it didn't matter. Clean pocket, plenty of room, and there's a throwing window to hit Chica Conquo across the middle for more than a five-yard gain to move the sticks on third and five. And the play design in this is great because you see all three receivers at the top left, Burks, Kinsey, and Fitzpatrick, have cleared out that space for Chig to catch the ball near the left hash and continue running. And so that ball needs to be out now. The ball needs to be out a half second later before Wilkins gets pushed back into Malik Willis. So because Malik Willis held on to it and did not throw it like Vrabel wanted, he was forced to flush out of the pocket to his right. He gained a couple yards, and the Titans punted on fourth and three. So do you want to react to that first one there, Zach? Man coverage, you get a better player on a slower player. Chig is the better player. You get him in space. The wide receivers clear out. It has happened millions and millions of times in the NFL. And a great play and call, right? You have to, it was a good you have to you have to make the throw. And yeah, so look, yeah. that's that's an example. I think you brought that to fruition, and he's just not there yet, right? To make but that when you call the play and you break the huddle, that's the reason, right? Like, that is what you're looking for. Now, again, it's hard to criticize. I think this goes back to what Malik was saying of what I was saying earlier. Is like, dude, you know, if you change that screenshot to uh, 22 instead of 21, so one second later, it looks that screen looks a lot different, right? So that yeah, one that's second, that's decision-making. Yes. So that, that goes to where I am, and I – look – I, I did get caught up. The, the touchdown play impressed me. It did. Because I thought that he was going to get out of bounds. I did not think he was going to maneuver in and jettison forward for a touchdown. So, like, I loved that play. That was like, okay, now he's at, like he's in B range. That got him to B range for me, that touchdown. But now as I analyze all of the plays that he made or maybe didn't make like this, my, my grade is a C. And the reason why is it a C, it's a C, and I agree probably closer to the chat. I'm a little bit harder of a grader, but that's that's my life. That's my personality. That's how I always am. It is a C because of what I was looking for yesterday. I wasn't looking for how he bounced back off of a bad play. I was looking for his process. How do you read things? Can you make the right throw for the play design? You just brought up in that screenshot, which is a, a great screenshot. It tells you the process of what the play is made for. And Malik Willis did not take that path. He took another path and it gained positive yards. So it's not a negative play. But no, but they punted. No, no, no. His is they punted because of his path. So that play was designed to get Chig out in space. It yes. did that but he didn't take advantage of that. Right. I Vrabel and here's another thing. I was kind of proud but surprised by Vrabel and what he said. I'll play it one more time because I did not think that Vrabel was going to come out and be as direct. 
you know, you can never tell with variables. Sometimes he likes to hide his cards and say, hey, you know, he's unavailable. Well, we're not going to tell you anything. And then this, he shows his cards. That's why we have these preseason games. That's why I wanted him to put out there. That's why I wanted to take the ball and, you know, to, to put him in those situations. That's the only way that you can grow. Um, you know, and, and again, he kept some plays alive with his legs. And, and we just have to be able to combine some of that with, with making great decisions when guys are, are open and, and being decisive and accurate with the football. Since you brought Logan in mid, in the middle of the drive, is that because you want to put him in kind of a, a scenario? That no, that's because I, I wanted I, I wanted Malik to throw the ball, and he, and he wasn't, so I put Logan in. That's cold, hard truth from Mike yeah. Vrabel. And, yeah. and I brought up the Aaron Rodgers situation yesterday, if you remember. He processes things faster than anybody, right? That's why he's an elite Hall of Fame quarterback, right? Malik Willis in his first NFL game, in no way am I trying to compare him or put him on the same spectrum as, as Aaron Rodgers. No. But this is processing. That's all it is. It's processing because this screenshot is great. It gives you everything that you need to know. Now, making the play, making the throw, and doing all that, the, you know, the next steps is is different but i give him a c i give him a lot more improvement now god knows what i would give logan woodside right you hadn't asked me that yeah 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 that's a way but, different grade but i a c is 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 passing in the migrade with a lot of room for improvement i really liked the touchdown i did yeah, I, and so like i'm i'm, I'm kind of like surprised that i'm giving him a c maybe he deserves a c plus I'm well, not in the B range, let's, but I, I, that's kind of where I'm at. So I told you I had two screenshots. I actually have found a third, and the third screenshot lowers me from a B minus to a C plus because okay. once you once you see this <clears throat> third screenshot, I'll ask you a different question. So here's the second screenshot. This is a third and 14 play. The, the top circle that I put up there is on the sticks on the, uh, what, seven-yard line. So this was a third and 14 after Willis was sacked on second down. Ball out now to Burks, who's at the five on the bottom of your screen, is not is a first down, right? The play continues, and Chigakonkwo, who's on the 25-yard line, releasing late, has even more space than he does now as the play develops. The receiver at the top of the screen, I understand why that ball's not thrown, but again, it, <laughs> yeah. you know, Tannehill might throw that, or a more experienced quarterback might throw that on time, and it could work. But again, third and 14, Malik Willis had at least two, if you count Burks and Chig, opportunities to throw the football. Instead, he ran out to the right side, which you'll notice that is a theme with him. He flushes out to the right side most of the time. And then uh, he ran out to the 14-yard line, which ended in a uh, Randy Bullock field goal to get the Titans their, uh, their final score of the game. He was seven yards short of the sticks where he had two options to get it there. So that's the second screenshot. Here's the third. And this lowers me from a B minus to a C plus. Wow. Austin changing your grade on the fly. This is something must have really spurred you because well, that usually doesn't happen. Because he missed the touchdown. And he didn't just miss a touchdown. He missed the touchdown to Traylon Burks. And he didn't just miss a touchdown to Traylon Burks. He missed like a 65-yard touchdown to Traylon Burks. <laughs> so here is the third screenshot. And I'll, real quick, let me give credit uh, to who found this. Kevin Cole of Pro Football Focus. If he just throws this ball to Traylon Burks, it's a touchdown. What are we thinking today? If Malik Willis throws a 60, or I guess we're in a range, we're in a range, a 59 yard touchdown 
straight down the field to Traylon Burks. What are we talking about today? How insane is this game that we are reacting to? Titans fans have the future. Forget about AJ Brown. Malik Willis has a cannon. Traylon Burks can ball. I mean, that safety has negative chance. He's like flat less, footed. Yeah, he's he's moving forward zero. and and Burks is moving the other way. <laughs> he is toast. There is like it doesn't even have to be an accurate throw for Malik Willis and that's a touchdown. He just has to loft it out there to the 20 yard line and Traylon Burks is gone. So if he completes that, we are in A minus range, right? Yeah, I'm, it, it solidifies my C grade. So thank you for that. So I, I, that's that's how I feel, I, man. That that's why you got to go watch the film, right? That's what Malik says. Look, you go back. It's probably one of the reasons. Look, the the eye in the sky never lies. All of those coaches that are in the press box, they saw that. Yeah, that's what they, that was like, their view, right? That is a that is a the 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 play caller like Tim Kelly or or Todd. Tim Kelly's probably in the booth. Todd Downing's on the field. Somebody, whoever is in the booth, was already standing up out of their chair. Like, at that moment, they were standing, like, Lane Kiffin threw the clipboard. Like, they were standing up out of the chair, and then they sat back down because Malik couldn't throw the ball. And you're like, oh. You just think, what could have been? Here's a side note on Malik Willis that I really did like. He, He can rip the football like he has the arm and like he is opposite of Chad Pennington right like this guy can rip and that that gets me excited because that is something that cannot be taught it cannot be coached right you either have arm talent and I feel like that was one of many reasons but one of the reasons why leading up to the draft that he was pegged to be a possible first round pick was because he had the talent. We had all, we all said this for the draft out of all the quarterbacks were drafted from Matt Corral to Ritter to Pickett to Willis. Willis had the highest ceiling is because he hadn't been probably coached as well at, in football as he needed to, because he was playing for Q freeze that works in college. But, you know, LeBron James and spaghetti sauce, you know, on the sidelines, that, that's the play. Well, this is a different ragu old world style. This is, you got to go in there and make the reads, make the decisions, process quick, and then make the throw. The positive is he has the talent to make the throw. He's just got to catch catch up up here. for, And as a rookie, that's just oh, going to take time. And, and that's exactly what I was going to say. Because last night was a good thing. Last night was very positive. I like Malik Willis. I like what he's got. I like how he approaches the game, and I like how he's out there uh, and works and, and competes. He's got all the talent, like you just said. He's got the ability. And if he matches the mental with it, to quote the great Pat Ryan, he's got something. And you've got something as Titans fans. Of if he can if he can Pat Riley like, or Pat Ryan. Who? Pat Ryan, the, the who was on the co the co star of Mike Keith's Music City Miracle oh. uh, radio called <laughs> I, Pat. Ryan. I was going Buddy Ryan. I was no. going Pat Riley. He's got just... something. He's got something. And come on, catch it, catch up, catch up. But again, like, <laughs> that's if, not a name that's like a notorious like household name. What? Every, oh my gosh! 
Every, people know that. People know Pat Ryan's on that call. I, I, I know who it is. It's but if he, if my he delivers this football to Traylon Burks for a 59-yard bomb touchdown, then we are we – are, everybody is very happy. All right, uh, Austin. And yeah. I, I woke up this morning. I was like, I, I got to ask Austin this question. Because for – what happened in preseason game one? And look, it is not a stamp. It's going to happen. But Logan Woodside didn't play very well, right? No. He played awful. It's probably closer to the D and F range. You changed your grade this morning. Are you willing to change the way maybe you think about this season of Malik Willis taking an offensive snap now? I will say this. This roster is a lot closer to a two-quarterback roster than it is a three-quarterback roster. And that two-quarterback roster doesn't include Logan Woodside, I would assume. You would assume correctly. Okay. All right. That, I'll, that I'll, is, I'll, I'll take, I will t- accept and take that answer. I and I will I say this. When, when, I, when I talked about in late May or June that this is a three-quarterback roster, Malik Willis has improved significantly yeah. since then. See, I woke up this morning like there his ass is going to be on the field in the right. regular and season. I am going to get that absolutely correct. Well, because yeah, he's and, he's um, a he he is the perfect now trick play special package guy. I, well, he okay. is so. All right, and I'll say this: I, I don't want to come across as an apologist. But in Logan Woodside's defense, oh, that oh. offensive line was turnstiles. Yeah. Like the offensive line that Logan Woodside was playing behind did him zero favors. <laughs> and even Charles Davis on the broadcast was like, I mean, he's under pressure all the same time. Like, and so Woodside, uh, Woodside played with the backup O lineman. You know, it'll flip, right? Like, I'm sure. Woodside will get more of those reps because, you know, they need, I think they need both quarterbacks in the organization. So Austin, that's why I believe they started him is they gave him better protection that I, I don't know what's going to happen in game two. I assume Tannehill will play one series, maybe two, probably one. I doubt it. Do you think he'll play? No. Okay. So you don't think Tannehill will play all preseason? No, that's fair. I, I think he'll play one series. I don't know, but I think he'll I, dress out. I think he'll dress out for one of these two home games because it's a home game. They didn't even travel thirty guys. But, oh no! Well, yeah, this is the, this is again. That's why you start Malik Willis. Malik earned now the opportunity to continue to play with this group, right? So he'll play early, I think, in preseason game two, and you know, for what Sean is asking, and, and this is more what you were kind of insinuating is Malik being activated week one is I think becoming more of a realistic possibility than ever. Well, cause he is, he is improving again. Like we've talked about, well, not I just like, we th- just saw him three. for the first time. And I think we stopped in our tracks to say, wow, this guy can make plays in the NFL. It doesn't mean that you can do that in week six in the regular season against, you know, a, a dominant pass rusher that is making you, and this is what defensive coordinators do very well, they're going to force Malik Willis to roll to his left. I mean, that's just it's just like a basketball player. Once you know a guy can't drive less, left, 
you literally set up shop on that side and make him drive. So mm-hmm. they're going to do that. They're going to blitz him from that side. I mean, th- I mean, that's the cat and mouse game of football. It's great. But yeah. I think he proved and opened a lot of people's eyes after that performance last night in a good way. No. Yeah, in, in a good way, and also in the way, again, like all the things that I've been trying to do over the last two, two or three months since Malik's been drafted is try to temper expectations because Ryan Tannehill is still by far the best quarterback the Titans have on the roster. And the Titans are screwed, royally screwed, if something happens to Ryan Tannehill long-term this year, right? But Malik Willis does ha- has improved significantly since he arrived and is continuing that trajectory, and that's a positive thing. But Ryan Tannehill is still way better uh, than uh, everybody else on that roster. I don't think uh, – I've never questioned that. I, you know, I, when I, I was know, trying to get rid of Tannehill, I, I, I was trying to get Russell Wilson no, or yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So, you know, I, I got to <laughs> – that was the offseason. I wasn't trying to replace him with a third-round quarterback. Sure, sure. But again, I like, understand that Ryan Tannehill is the best solution that this team and franchise has for at least this year, right? I mean, yeah. there and for what how he's played and how he's led and how he's approached this season in training camp, it it ma- makes that even more of a truth. But damn, I really liked watching Malik Willis play football last night. Yeah, I and he's fun, that. right? And he's fun. He's fun to watch. Some something well, happened. Made me I think I was like, thank God you're not watching Kenny Pickett pause. That would be disastrous. Like. You know, Malik, Music City Malik, which I will continue. I love that. He gives you some juice. And like, yeah, that's sure. what that's what you want. You want that juice. Now, he's got to kind of hone in that juice. But he's yeah, electric. He's, uh, Cloudhouse <laughs> says he's electric, Cloudhouse. Which, Cloud- uh, I love that name, Cloudhouse. I do too. I do too. All right, A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. We've talked a lot about Malik Willis. Uh, we got Chris Frazier in here begging us to talk about Traylon Burks. So I'll, we'll talk about Traylon Burks for a second. But we also want to ask you guys this question. Who is one Titan that caught your attention last night? Not Malik Willis. You know, we spent the first 35 minutes of the show, talk, or 40 minutes of the show, talking about Malik Willis. Who is one Titan who caught your attention last night that is not Malik Willis? You can take it however you want it. But first, Zach, farm your health plans. They were all over the broadcast last night. Yeah, I felt good to be the endorser of like yeah. it's like man, I talk about Farm Bureau Health Plans every every day, and I love it. I was emailing with Farm Bureau Health Plans, you know, last week, saying, "Hey, look, I I love endorsing you guys because you've truly helped me. Like, I'm a user, and I'm not talking about like in a bad way. Like, I'm a user, <laughs> and I tell people about Farm Bureau Health Plans in my day to day life. Now, I talk to a lot of people. That's just my personality." But when things come up, that's what I tell them. And I, that's why I'm telling you, better coverage, better rates, better service, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. Farm Bureau Health Plans, I switch my plan, you should switch yours. A quick health assessment, then they'll give you a quote, then you realize, wow, this is a lot cheaper than my previous health plan. I need to switch. And it's for all walks of life. Single guys, married guys, family guys, uh, women, men, women, children, it doesn't matter, right? That's the best part about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Visit fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Don't forget, use the BetMGM app. And on Fridays, it's no-run first inning Friday, which means 
that if you place a bet for no run to be scored in any Major League Baseball game today, that is risk-free up to $25. So if only one run is scored in the first inning of that game, you get your money back up to 25 bucks right there with BetMGM's no-run first-inning Friday promo. They've been doing that throughout the summer. It's been a lot of fun. I've been playing that uh, throughout the summer as well. So visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 or old to Tennessee only new customer offer, all promotions, total qualifications, other requirements. Boards issued with nominal trouble for bets, for credit for bets, expired in seven days. For problem game support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Yep. What's you got, Zach? Before we, let's wrap a bow around the Malik Willis conversation. Yeah. After this show, head on over to youtube.com slash A to Z sports film room, or you can just Google A to Z sports film room. We have a breakdown from our guy, James Foster, our film specialist, Malik Willis, tape and takeaways. He'll break up all the breakdown, all the plays. It is a great video. I have already watched it. It will be released. We'll put it out on our socials after the show. That's what A to Z Sports Film Room represents. So great work by James. You can go there, subscribe to A to Z Sports Film Room. You can search it, subscribe there. All right, so... Who's one Titan that caught your attention, not named Malik Willis? There's so many comments. Uh, so let's just, you know, uh, Chest Taylor says, Chestnut looked great beside the fumble. I doubt he'll make the roster, though. Julius Chestnut has been a talk of training camp sideline conversation, as Billy brings up Julius Chestnut. One, because his name is awesome. And two, because he runs harder than hell. He, and started, so, he, he started out like, oh, brother. Dumb. Well, and... But, again, but he earned some he, of that back. He he earned some of it back with some hard runs. And and that was his, literally, that was his tr- training camp microcosm. Early in camp, fumble the football, right? Then I remember him in Sunday or Monday at practice, he just busted like a 65-yard touchdown run. And in training camp, it's hard to judge touchdown runs because they don't tackle. This was a legit 65-yard touchdown run uh, that he busted in practice. So uh, Jewish Chestnut's interesting. I just don't know what the availability is. So while we're on running back people, have, I've, I've seen a lot of Hassan Haskins uh, comments as well. Hassan Haskins flashed his hands, his natural catching ability, which I've seen a lot of throughout uh, this off season that he can be a weapon in the past game because catching the football comes so easy to Hassan Haskins. He looked, and this is like college to professional uniform. He looks so much bigger at Michigan. And he, he looked like, I, he's a big guy. I'm not discrediting that. But like, I, maybe it was the jersey. Maybe it was the way that he ran. Maybe it was because he was playing against professionals. He looked, and this isn't a negative, he just looked like a different type of running back in the pros. And that's not a bad thing. But I thought he, he he's faster than I thought. Um, and... But I, I, he was noticeable. I mean, I, I, the running back behind, you know, Hilliard earned so much uh, notoriety last year because he came in and relieved Derrick Henry once he got hurt. You know, where, how much playing time after that are these guys going to get, right? What do you have to do? It's like the special teams thing. Like, what do you have to do to get on the roster to make plays and be that third guy because John Robinson, usually if something happens, he's going to make roster moves, right? Well, yeah. And, and Hilliard's, Hilliard's got a role in this team. He got banged up in a practice like last week and hasn't been doing much full contact since. Uh, but you've got like the grouping of Haskins, Chestnut, Wilkins, and Cannon. 
And, you know, Cannon's more like Hilliard, so I don't really think he's going to find a spot, to be honest. But then it's Haskins is a fourth-round pick, and Chestnut's an undrafted free agent. Chestnut is your Makai Sargent who makes the, the practice squad. That's just what it's going to happen. And then I just don't see Jordan Wilkins sticking around. Uh, Nav454 brings up something. He, we asked the question. He answered is like, what did you notice? Uh, the cameraman. <laughs> there was some bad shots. I mean, this is, this is not Fox or CBS. This is not a multi-million you know, dollar production. There was some bad shots where you're like, what, are, what is going on? Well, and I wonder whose camera crew it was because uh, whenever it's the preseason, it is look the refs. Everybody is it's the preseason. preseason for everybody. I heard that from a lot too much last night. But you know, it, it, whenever the NFL was tweeting out clips, it was from the Ravens broadcast that was the same camera that the Titans broadcast seemed to be using. Uh, so you know, I don't really know whose camera group that is. So my guy is look. Bias, I don't give a damn. Chance Campbell, I thought, you know, on the play that he broke up that he didn't break up, it's like, dude, you that I saw that at Old Miss all the time, but that ball falls on the ground. I I swear. I was like, I, I've seen that before because I've watched all of his play at least over the last year before he transferred. I love Chance Campbell. He's like the hard nosed, like poor man's Luke Keekley, right? Where he's like, he has that same build. He, he's a leader. He feels like he's a leader and he could make those plays. That was just a better offensive play. But I thought, I thought he played well, you know, he had a couple of tackles. Like I thought, I thought he played well for where, what he was asked to do. I don't know what his role in this team is going to be, but he, he, I noticed him. Right. Well, and again, you noticed him and that further, backs up my stance that all nine draft picks are going to make the team. <laughs> well, we'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, I think so. Now, Aaron Butler says, Ravens fans here, how did you like the tight end likely? I think he's likely very good. Uh, he made that play on Chance Campbell and made several plays throughout. Oh, yeah. The, the Ravens, they, they, I mean, they won the football game, right? As many preseason games as they do. They had some good players. I kind of tried to like, put Lamar Jackson in there and like, how does this offense work? Right. Cause the, you're going to see the Baltimore Ravens. You like the, they're going to make the playoffs. They feel like a playoff type team. I don't know what the Steelers are going to do. I don't know what the Browns are going to do, but it's a two horse race in the North between them and the Bengals. And I just got this gut feeling that the Bengals could take a step back from their season a year ago. Uh, yeah. Brian asked, where was Monty Rice? Monty Rice is on the physically unable to perform list. He, he had a off season injury uh, that he had taken care of. So he has not been practicing at all. Uh, still on that PUP list as of right now. So you say chance Campbell, uh, I, I'm going to stick with racing McMath. I mean, I've, I've, I've been higher on racing McMath over the last two weeks. The second week of camp is when he exploded in practice with being the deep threat that this team is looking for. And he backed it up in his one opportunity he Had one target 48 yard catch for a bomb uh, pass from Malik Willis. And you, you just do that. Yeah. You just saw how fast he is. The route wasn't anything special. There was no double move. It was just, he ran by people and now keep your feet and run through the, the, the play and try to see if you can get in the end zone or pick up extra yards. But I like where racing math is at. And just to, to, to talk about Traylon Burks, because we haven't spent a lot, excuse me, of time on Traylon Burks. It's really tough to grade Traylon Burks or talk about him because they only had one target. And that was from Logan Woodside. 
and it was in the end zone, a jump ball situation. Could Burks have come down with that on the goal line? Maybe. And I have a high expectation for the first round pick to go win that and to get it. But it was very underthrown and thrown inside, thrown short from where Burks was. And so I think Burks was fine. If, if, Malik Willis threw this football to Traylon Burks, and we've been having a different conversation about him today too. But you can't – and then again, here was the uh, the third and 14 where Burks is circled at the bottom of your screen. That could be a third and 14 conversion to set up first and goal from Traylon Burks on top of this situation. So I think Traylon Burks is going to be fine. I did like the fact that they gave him the ball on a jet sweep because I want to see them do that because he was very successful in doing that at Arkansas. Yeah, I, I'm i curious to see what Brian Tannehill can do with Traylon Burks. And then, you know, you we didn't see so many veterans, right, that really make up this team. But it was exciting to have football. And Malik Willis made last night very special for, for a lot of Titans fans, right? Because that, that gets the blood pumping. Now, what will that do to influence during the season? Ah, we're going to find that out, right? Because... Malik Willis has a lot to work work on. Chris Jackson got beat quite a bit before he got hurt. You know, they were picking on him. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other standouts. Shakira Brown, uh, the corner who nearly had that diving interception. If it was a more accurate throw from the Ravens quarterback, it would have been a pick six. But Shakira Brown has one of the few interceptions in training camp so far this year uh, for the Titans defense. And he has consistently made physical plays. Uh, and the good thing for him, why is he playing at a higher level right now? He played in the USFL. And so he's been playing football all, all year long. And so he didn't have an offseason to get rust. He has just come right into Titans training camp off of his USFL season and is playing like he's in a midseason groove. And so with Chris Jackson going down, I don't know if you saw it, but he immediately grabbed his knee after the player caught that touchdown on him I, and he got, you know, it was a weird kind of a yeah, contact. Rolled up. Yeah. Yeah. And so who knows what that looks like, but they're going to need more depth uh, behind Farley and Fulton and McCreary and Molden, whatever Molden gets back healthy too. Yeah. I, look, they lost because the game doesn't matter, but I, I, you know, the big thing, they put a lot of things on tape Thursday to Saturday. How many times are they going to watch that film? And then they got to go back to practice. What tomorrow? Tomorrow. One, yeah. Right? So they practice, probably a lighter practice, but practice tomorrow, then practice on Sunday, and then you start to get prepared for, you know, God, I wish I could say get prepared for Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but unfortunately, uh, that's not yeah. going to happen. Still be a very fun week with, you know, back-to-back -back weeks, as I, I mentioned yesterday, this is what the NFL, they're doing on their own terms instead of preseason games. The joint practices, you're seeing so much more, many more of them. And next week, they'll get in some good work. Yeah, no doubt the about starter, that. The starter, like the big names will get in some good work, you know? In practice, yeah. So just to set the stand, let's set the table for the upcoming week. The Titans practice Saturday and Sunday over the weekend. Then they have uh, a Monday practice. Uh, Tuesday is off. And then Wednesday and Thursday is, are the joint practices between the Buccaneers and you know, there's still going to be some good work to get done. Julio Jones comes back to Nashville, which should be interesting and highly entertaining too. hopefully practices. Uh, and then they have the uh, bucks preseason game on Saturday, uh, the 20th. And then the following week, 
Kyler and the Cardinals come. So that should be a lot of fun overall. Is, so is DeAndre Hopkins practicing? Yeah. So when you're suspended, like Deshaun Watson's practicing. So I know, we sus- just I have not seen a picture or photo of DeAndre well, Hopkins practicing. Well, I mean, who's out there covering the Arizona Cardinals? Well, I pay attention. I no, I, I know, I know. But again, like that's kind of the point. But um yeah, I remember when Lawan got popped with the PEDs, he was practicing through training camp. And just when the season starts, when it's game one week, they can't practice. That's when the uh, Well, yeah, in. now, okay, so that's a good reference. Luan was running with the twos. Well, because they knew they had to get somebody else ready. Yeah, the same thing goes for guys suspended, right? So now I, you kind of talked me through now my answer, which is yeah. they, they got to get somebody else prepared. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday. Let's get to Ain't That Good News to send us all to the weekend. But first, Zach, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't pay more than you should pay. Go to Payne Bone and his team. Family-owned and operated. They've got the Palisade, which is the full-size SUV. They've got the Elantra, the Sonata four-door sedan they even have the ionic and the ionic is sleek because it does not use gas it's not gas powered it's battery powered and it's got great fuel efficiency because you charge that bad 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 boy up and it takes you where you need to go you can order one at wilsoncountyhyundai.com but go there you can test drive they'll hook you up that's wilson county hyundai Bet MGM, play along today. It's Friday, which means no run first inning Friday. So any Major League Baseball game going on today, you can make a bet for no run scored in the first inning. And that bet is risk-free up to $25. So you get your money back if only one run is scored in that first inning for our Bet MGM no run first inning Friday. Time for some good news. <laughs> All right, ain't that good news to wrap up our Fridays? If you're new to the show, because we got a big audience now that football is back, we end our week every week with ain't that good news. So share your good news that you have going around in uh, your life. Uh, Zach, do you see some uh, good news options in the chat? Um, well, there's some bad news on Woodside, so I won't won't read yeah. those. But uh, let's see here. Lucas says. My dog is having surgery next Thursday. Can I get a few prayers from the team? Absolutely. Prayers your way, Lucas. That is, uh, you know, it's all, it's always kind of like a helpless situation, right? Because, you know, we communicate with our dogs, but they can't speak. So you want to make them as comfortable as possible. So uh, prayers up for Lucas and his pup having surgery next Thursday. Uh, let's see here. Q Curly got paid. So he's eating. He's going to, food's going to be on the table right there. Zach says, good news is even though it's preseason, it's funny we're getting all these guys together for a watch party last night. Look, preseason, I saw in and around when I went out uh, and got something to eat before the game. I saw some Titans jerseys, Titans fans kind of congregating there. Uh, Football is back, which is something that we can't use. You weren't there here last week. Sam tried to use football is back. And I was like, ah, that's a cop out. Uh, You got to go find a new one. Well, I mean, yeah, but again, like that was Sam's first like morning no, he, show call. And I said, I'll give you a pass. And he <laughs> stepped up to the plate and said, I'll go. I'll think of a new one. I don't want to be a cop out. Um, Jared, uh, good news. His horrible manager got fired yesterday. That's oh, good. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. 
Uh, Eric, history was made this week at Field of Dreams. First minor league game was played, and a pitcher from a town close to him for, uh, in Iowa was the starter. You saw that uh, Harry Carey reincarnation last night. Um, from- I actually missed that. I saw the hubbub about it on Twitter about how weird it looked, but I never actually saw it. It looked weird. Yeah, I know. I heard it. Somebody, somebody said it looked like that Harry Harry Carey should have belonged in like Madden 07. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, dead people are dead. Okay. You, you And deep fakes are a real thing. If you've seen the deep fakes from Tom Cruise that I'm looked not. exact. Oh, you've never seen. Yeah, I don't know. How, I don't know how you haven't seen that. There are deep fakes. Tom Cruise. It looks identical to Tom Cruise, but it's not Tom Cruise. They just use basically CGI over their face. And so that's going to become a real thing. That was poorly executed, in my opinion. Dead people are dead. Uh, J-Rome going to the casino for the for uh, birthday, right? Happy birthday there. Um, good news. Traylon Burks is in shape from Hibachi. Good news that Aaron had a great workout Tuesday afternoon at Planet Fit- Fitness. Cubs won Field of Dreams last night. Uh, Austin, what is your good news? Um, let's see. My good news. Uh, so I've talked a lot about my foot injury over the last few months where I, I couldn't run for a while. Um, and then I got my steroid shot at the Bone and Joint Institute and I got better with it. Uh, but last Thursday night, I could not share this Friday because uh wasn't on the show Friday morning because of an appointment. Uh, but knocked off the dust of the old foot, ran a 536 mile, baby. So I, outside I was back, you know, on a treadmill because that's where I run on treadmills. Uh, okay. I was just asking. I, I no, I know. mean, yeah, but keep up 536 mile moving. <laughs> you can't brag about five yes, I can. miles. You do it. On yes, a I can. Treadmill. Yes, I absolutely can. What's your mile time on a treadmill, Zach? It doesn't matter. I'm not going to brag on a treadmill. You do it. You got to do it on a track. That is the justification of what your time is. So when somebody asks you, what is your mile time? What are you, you're going to say 533? 536 is what I ran. 530. You're going to say that? Yeah, that's what I ran. And, oh and I actually God. wasn't as gassed as I thought I was going to be afterwards. You, that, you can't do that. Oh, yes, I absolutely can. <laughs> absolutely can. Well, no, you can, but I'm going to ask you. I hope you would I hope somebody would ask you questions like, okay, so where did you run this mile? Well, and so my Aaron says, what was the incline set to? One, because that's better for your knees than flat. So, so yeah, 536, 536. I can absolutely talk about that. <laughs> you can talk I was, about hey, it. Hey, how, how, how about this? How about this? How about this? I was. I was the second fastest of the entire location. The entire location. Can you run a sub six mile outside? Yeah. On a track. Yeah. You can run a sub six mile on the, on a track. Yeah. Why not? 24 seconds is a long time. And I could have done better. 536. I was done. And I was like, I was out of breath, obviously, but I wasn't like dead. I had, I had left. I had more left in me. I listen to the chat, Adam treadmill times. Don't count treadmill. Okay. All right. Look, you can still, 
What are you it talking just has about? to be disclosed. It's not cheating. You, you can run on those. You just have to disclose. You can't claim that you are a five-minute mile guy. I didn't say a five-minute mile because I'm 36 seconds behind five-minute mile. You can't claim 536. Yes, I can. I ran a 536 mile on the treadmill last Thursday night. Uh, a, a month after not being able to run. Again, I, this is one thing I would love to put a lot of money on uh, the sub six mile on a track. It's just not the same. I mean, yeah, but I could, I could do it. Like I, I can absolutely do that. If you, you're giving me a 24 second buffer from what I just ran y- on a track. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, if you're willing to try it, I'll put money down. Again, I'm not, I'm not saying that like, I, I'm not afraid to say that I did it on a treadmill, but that's what I, that's why I run. I run on treadmills because I can't run on sidewalks because it messes my knees Look, up. I'm not trying to push you to run marathons in you know Boston and New York. I don't care about that. I'm just saying that when you disclose, you run a 536 mile on a treadmill. Yeah, I did. How, I did. That. You need to know what you run on a track. Yeah, but again, like I don't, I don't have, I don't go run on a track. Like I go to a, a workout class, and that particular day it was the one mile challenge, and I ran it in five thirty six. <laughs> and the only person who ran faster than me is one of the actual coaches at the gym. <laughs> I don't. I am not questioning you being in shape. You are in shape. I'm just trying to disclose how we talk about our mile times. <laughs> well, okay. I'm telling you, I, after not, I, I couldn't run for a month. I was on a bike. And then a month after restarting to run, I ran a 536 on the treadmill. It, 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 we've just, we've been down this road again. All right. So my, my good news is actually it's a TV show and it it is awesome because you know, when a TV show ends and you really enjoy it, it usually like the next season, it what is like a year later or, you know, how yeah. there's a period of time. I don't know if this is because of the pandemic. I don't know what this is, but one of my favorite shows, period, end all being, is a show called Alone. Okay. Alone is, it's my favorite show right now, 100%. So there's 10, conce- 10 contestants. They drop each 10 contestants, probably seven miles apart from each other and you get 10 items to survive for as long as you possibly can. Usually it's a Canada based show or Canadian based show. They drop you in Canada and they start you right in like the beginning of fall leading into winter because winter is going to weed everybody out and you've got to go survive. You can survive off of, uh, you know, dried fruit. You can survive off of fasting. You can survive off of killing a buffalo or a moose. I mean, there, one guy killed a wolverine. He's killed, and you, you, you harvest all of your kills, beavers, and you survive for as long as you can. So, alone, the season just ended, like maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. And I, me and my fiance, say we love it. Like I, I, we look for every Thursday night, we look forward to it. Cause you can't just binge watch it. I see a promo alone. Frozen started yesterday. So I'm going from my favorite show of being over to a brand new season in like a week. 
that is that is like a huge impactful good news to me. But is it so it's just like a different version of it. Right. It's a different version. So Frozen, I, I don't I haven't watched it. It came out last night. I was watching the Titans game. So like I assume, I mean, these are gonna be frigid conditions. Like one guy survived because he he had rock house, he built his house out of rock and then insulated it. This man stayed outside and survived with 10 items for over a hundred days. I mean, yeah. Cause you can't blow that house down. No, I, and this guy rock house guy was, was cool. Uh, and that was a great series. So I would, it's on the history channel. You can go figure it out. If you like survival, I like survival series because I can't do them. I don't claim to, right. It's probably why I love music is because I can't strum a guitar or sing. Go watch it. It is fascinating. And there's like 10 seasons. I've watched all the seasons. Now there's a brand new Alone Frozen. That's like 10 seasons of Alone already. Well, it's been going, it's been going for years. But this was a surprise because it was back to back seasons. It's just like you don't get that. So that's that's it. There you go. All right. That's our good news. Uh, tons of content on the way at a to z sports.com. Uh, Bucks got a good column about Malik Willis out this morning, or actually late last night at a to z sports.com to go check that out. And then, uh, Mike Vrabel will have his press conference at noon today. And Zach, talk a little bit about what uh, James has coming up on a to z sports film room. Yep, we're about to. I just got a text message flip Malik Willis live, we'll do it live. We're about to flip that on. Go to A to Z Sports Film Room. So just search that here in the next five minutes. We'll flip it live, and you can watch the game tape from our game specialist, our A to Z Sports Film Specialist, James Foster. Subscribe to that channel. It's a great channel. It's got a bunch of different stuff. You can watch Bayard, Tim Kelly, Jeffrey Simmons, Malik Willis, about to go live in the next five minutes. All right, and we will see you guys uh, on a Monday. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Adios.